Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, After Buzzers, welcome to episode three, Southern Charm, New Orleans. There was tons of drama over Boys Night, and is there going to be a separation coming soon? You'll have to wait and see. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. This is great music, right? We're there. <laughs> oh, we're gonna cheers! We're gonna cheers! Oh, cheers! Episode three. I mean, two. Episode two. Hey, after buzzers, welcome. This is episode two, Southern Charm, New Orleans. I'm very excited to be here today, and I have a new co-host joining me. Yeah, temporarily, because uh, I love the no. show so much. But no, I watched it last week. You guys did yeah. such a good job with uh, the two other gentlemen. I know Matt is hysterical, yeah. so um, I also love the show. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, Southern Charm has been a bit of an institution over at Bravo, but mm-hmm. what they did with New Orleans is so, so fun, so. Yeah. Myself, uh, I, I was like, hey, let me join you guys. So that's yeah, why I'm here. R- Ronnie you. Jr., so nice to meet you. Yeah, thank you, John, uh, Ronnie, for joining us. Johnny Jr. <laughs> Johnny, Ronnie, uh, <laughs> Ronnie, for, for joining today. There was a lot happening, and I got a taste a little bit better of the cast episode two. I thought Don't you was, think? Yeah, because I think they were, we were almost like forced to have them all together mm-hmm. so many times because we were trying to like learn them. Yeah. So I felt like it was a really strong episode that allowed all the couples to sort of stand alone, which is actually pretty challenging mm-hmm. because we're still trying to learn them. And yet we're watching full scenes with Jeff and Reagan and we're getting them. And we do start to feel like we have a story arc already. I yeah. think. On episode one, they had a lot of flashbacks, like eight months ago. So I think that's maybe why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling about yeah, that. Yeah, that too. And I feel like a lot of the last episode, there was just so many people jumping into the picture. I know we were watching and we kept on writing all of these names down. And then tonight's episode, it was a little bit more concrete. We knew we got, we were able to gather a relationship for each one of the couples. Yeah. But there was so much going on in that party. Was there a butt? Was there a big butt? Was there a big old booty? Yeah, there was a big old booty. That was like, wait, let me rewind. Let me see this. Right. Okay, okay, okay. I'm sure I have a comment when we talk about said butt. Yeah, I mean, one that really didn't show his butt was uh, Jeff. Um, So I want to start off talking about that relationship because that's how kind of the episode started. Okay, Jeff and Reagan. Jeff and Reagan. And I guess they went and uh, took a look at their her apartment yeah right um what were your thoughts like what do you what do you think about the whole thing of her having her own apartment but then having her house like an almost an hour away with her husband well i think the first question i have and i'm sure i'll have to go rewatch episode one or even maybe you guys discussed this last week in detail what what was the reason they chose to live in covington to begin with i mean i think That's part of the problem. You know, Mm -hmm. the problem isn't necessarily that Reagan wants her own situation. 
I mean, it's obviously not the smartest thing to do, and it does pose a risk on the relationship with her being too independent. And even him. I mean, if he's out of Covington by himself, he's not the cheating type. But I don't know. Maybe you become that. So I get really worried about that. Yeah. I mean, I felt they they were able to say how Jeff support well Reagan supported Jeff right while he was doing his whole football career, and she would drop anything and everything for him, and she dedicated her whole life to him. So now the roles have switched, and he's doing everything that he can to be there for her. To me, it seems like. They're kind of, it's both like a give and take situation. And I kind of see where Reagan is coming from. Really? I do. Please tell me more. I think it's like, (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe because I'm single, I probably have like this sort of perspective. But I feel like you always need your own space to kind of work on what you're working on. But that doesn't mean she should totally like cut him off. Because I think that's very, I don't know, it's, it's very sad. And it was sad to see him, too. Like, he was really sad about it. I mean, as I was saying, like, the fact that we keep getting so so many layers and I feel like we know their backstory. And this is only episode two, you know, Mm -hmm. or three. No, episode two. (laughs) And so, like, I feel like we went on a roller coaster of, like, why they were good for each other. She was there when things were going good for him and winning the Super Bowl and all of these Mm -hmm. things. So it just felt really scary that we were watching more and more and she barely uh, let that information to him. Um, I hear what you're saying that, like, it's good on her. And what's good about Reagan is she's taking the mental precaution to know that I'm not going to be successful in this thing unless I take divided time away. What makes it feel like it sucks is I don't think it's the same instance. She tried to make it as an equivalent, like, oh, well, when he was on the Saints, I took a backseat, and now it's my turn to be in the front and his turn to be a backseat. I don't think it's the same thing by any means. I really, really don't. You don't think it's the same thing? No, no, because she also talked about one of the things that made them good, and this is not, and she has her own money, and of course, her 1700s is when her family has been established in New Orleans, but... It just makes it like there were so many great things that she was afforded to do by, you know, while they were together and they went on these beautiful trips. And those Mm -hmm. trips were the things that caused her to realize what she wanted to do with her jewelry line. Right. So I feel like she was rightfully so because a woman should be propped up. I get it. But she was always propped up. So I feel like it's a weird time that like he doesn't have his father. He doesn't have his mother. He's living an hour away from all friends. That's where it gets so sad because he True. opens up about his relationship with his parents, well, with his mom specifically, and everyone in his family just disowned him. They don't want anything to do with him, so he feels lonely. And then Reagan is doing her part to kind of get away from him, but I don't think she's doing. Of course, she's not doing it on purpose, and she's not trying to get away from him. So I don't feel so bad for the situation. But I'm hoping that they're able to work it out and maybe she starts feeling a little bit lonely while she's at her apartment and that'll kind of entice him to show up. That's actually a really good prediction. Yeah. And the thing about Reagan, she came in and all these casts, this cast, in fact, when we walked the Afterbus halls, everyone asks, you heard it too, (laughs) how do you like the New Orleans cast? Like everyone knows about the show, but everyone hasn't really watched it yet. Right. And I keep saying, it's a cast. It's a really, they hit the ground running. And what was really special, uh, Maite, I Mm -hmm. thought about this one was that Reagan, we've always seen her as like this, I don't say brat, but just like a loud and firecracker. I do think we see that all the time, and she's always going to be loopy. Mm-hmm. But we saw a little bit of heart with her. Yes, you see, I agree. There was a lot more heart in her. She was. She sounded like a little bit more mature. Yeah, I mean, not to say that she isn't, and she didn't come off. Well, she really didn't come off that way in the first 
episode. I think it was just all over the place, and I got kind of got this perspective that she's probably like a little party girl. Yeah. And, um, she came from a family of wealth, but this episode, I'm like, whoa, this girl has really her head really great on her shoulders. <laughs> like, this is this girl is set, and she's out searching for goals in life, which she is was, awesome. She was certainly legally blonding it up yeah. the first episode, <laughs> and even other parts of the episode, but I do think we're going to see more from her, and I think the key thing with your, your relationship and your marriage is, you know, when you see your husband stepping away, even if it's your fault or if it's not your fault, like, right. I'm really curious to see in the future episodes where she goes and how she gives to him because mm-hmm. she might not be knowing that these things hurt him as bad. Right. So, so it made it really special. Um, I have to point out that when they were looking at the apartment, $2,150, $2,150 for that amazing apartment, two bedroom, right right, right in the middle of the city. Yeah, in the French Quarter. Yeah. I'm just like, uh, I'm moving out there. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way you're getting an apartment that cheap in LA living in the city. Right, two right. bedroom apartment. I was like, that's amazing. I don't I don't know how the real estate goes out there um, in general, but I thought, yeah, I did think it was a, a, a it was a, an apartment that could have been hiked way up in other places. In fact, a place totally. that looked just like that, but was a studio in that same like logistic in the same area, yeah, and in a, a smaller space, like just a like a literally straight up square studio would would be more than twenty one hundred in yeah. other places. So. In um, L.A., definitely. Yeah. Downtown L.A. Right, <laughs> Totally right. would be a thing. Um, but then we saw, we jumped into the relationship between Tamika and her husband. Barry. Barry, Barry with the booty. Barry with the booties. Man, they that shot of him when he was coming out of the shower, getting ready to go out to the boys' night. I'm like, uh, can we please rewind? I have to see this again. Like... That was just unexpected for well, sure. Well, what did Tamika call it? She uh, called it when the when the the butt and the thigh oh, come together. Oh, I wrote it down. It's called a thud. A thud. You, there you hey, go. Hey, hey, engineer, our <laughs> sweet engineer, Brianna, are you there with us? Yeah. Have you ever heard of a thut? It's when the butt and the thigh come together. So we're talking about a, a thick old piece of thing. A thick what? No, I'm kidding. A thut. Yep. A thut. So, anyways, I next have time not you. Heard of a Okay, well, you, you'll... I've heard of a thought. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I've heard of a thought, too, no. <laughs> okay, better than a thought is a thought. And he, yeah. he, was, he had he the cakes. He did. It, he yeah. really did, yeah. I'm like, he's a fitness trainer. Can you train me? <laughs> um, so then, I mean, there was a new character introduced, which at first I didn't really write her name down. And then I was like, mm, wait a minute. She seems to be revolving around their relationship a lot. Which is Gian, yeah. right? Am I saying her name right? Gian, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Gian. Sure. So Gian is kind of um, she's interested in Tamika's husband. She has feelings for him, according to Tamika. That's what she's saying. That um, she's trying to take her role, Tamika's role, and surround herself. She's like way too much involved into Tamika's life. Yeah, I wonder. In New Orleans is what do they call it? Like the the largest small town or mm-hmm. something. I don't really know if that's the exact quote, but it, it, you know it's a big city. Fantastic. We we know that so much culture history, but I do wonder like how small these circles can be because I do feel like Tamika runs with a circle, and I feel like what's happening really is Jan is probably not too much in the way, but the reason Tamika sees it that way is because they happen to be crowned you know at the same you know uh, high school homecoming no or, oh so you think you really see Gian as a as a problem yes i do i see her as a problem like why is she so invested in what tamika is doing well i think what she really was a uh, uh, very uncute move we'll say and i know you have your social segment later yeah i'll give it to somebody else 
<laughs> but a very uncute move is this. Like you're at the 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 uh, they're t- they're talking about the specific um, charity organization that they're going to work on, right? Which is with Sunny. It's yeah. Okay, so son of a saint, fant- right. fantastic and beautiful. What I thought was really tacky about Jean, and I'm mm-hmm. sure the people mm-hmm. on chat and, mm-hmm. and our YouTube and our iTunes spill the tea. Agree. What is it? No, because okay. I know you spill yeah. this way too, Miss <laughs> Maite. Is I think it was so tacky that. She wanted to nominate, uh, like, the man of the year, and the person she nominated was John Moody, which is not a bad thing per se, but But. don't you ever put my friend to a person you met two weeks ago at Tamika's house. So on that level, I wholeheartedly think Tamika has the right to be like, yo, she's tacky, and she's not as cute as me. Yeah. Which is also the truth. Yeah, that's the truth. That's not even an opinion. No, Tamika's gorgeous. Yeah. On her own. We're not putting down Jean. No, 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 no. But come on, Tamika. I know, but Gian, she just brings <laughs> that, like, flair. And I, we don't really get to see a lot from her. I mean, we didn't get to see a lot from her this episode, like, for her talking and kind of giving her side of the story. But the way Tamika points it out, and she's saying, she's interested in my husband, she's involved in my brother's organization, and now the whole situation with John. And did you get that? Did you catch when um, Tamika asked her, like, do you even know where John lives? And she's like, yeah, I know where he lives. It let off that Gian is just trying a little harder than she needs to. Yeah. Basically. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I don't think Barry will give in and um, we'll have an affair or anything of that well, sort. okay. And maybe not. But can we ask the question of all questions? Did I hear correctly when we... Because mm-hmm. when we watch this show, we watch it and run right into this here right. studio and start talking about it. I'll re-watch it two or three times. But did she say... That it's funny that people know that we haven't had sex in years. Did she say in years and he agreed to that? I I did not hear that. Because a couple months is like, okay. I thought it was six months. They said six months oh, last episode. okay. So now she said Well, years? let's all rewatch the beginning. Yeah. It sound- <laughs> I feel like we're. I'm definitely going to rewatch it because that's an important part. What's Barry supposed to do with all that, that goodness? <laughs> I mean, you got, you know. That's why he's in the gym all the time. He's got to release it somehow. So I guess next time you see a really big buff dude, you got to think he might not be getting the good sex. He might not. Oh my he might not be getting that good good at all. <laughs> Just And he's a fine piece of anyways, but... <laughs> do you know why he is fine? We'll say it like this. Because the thing is, and we'll get to John Moody later. The yeah. thing is, when you present yourself as like, I've got the abs, I got the this, I got mm-hmm. the that. And you're only 24. That's kind of weird to be so confident. You know, you haven't really earned your space, even though he's successful. Yeah. But with Barry, he's so humble and he's so fun, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I, yeah, he's he's probably the most attractive man in this entire program, I would say. There's so many good-looking guys. He's definitely one of them. He's not your top? He is. He's up there. I feel like they're just all good-looking. Okay, gotcha. Fair. Except for, like, two or three. But... Ooh, question for you, and I know you've got other stuff to talk about. Are these men cuter than... the? Yes. The... Oh, I know so, what you're going to say. So, Shep so and Craig... No. <laughs> it's a war. <laughs> no, these men are hot. Okay. I mean, Shep is good-looking, but he's... Uh, He's just been around the game too long. And gotcha, he goes gotcha. around all these women, and it's just, it looks nasty to Understood. me. Understood. But, I mean, these are just men that just have their sh- can't say shit, shit together. And yeah. that just, that makes Spell all the difference. Spell it out next time. S-H-I-T. Oh, okay. S-H-I-T together. <laughs> um, but it's definitely something that captures my eye for sure okay. and makes me want Single to continue to, yeah watch I, you mean, may see eye candy. she could be on a trip to new orleans yep. the next time they're filming Sign next year up. yep um <laughs> 
So then uh, we go into John's art party. Yes. What is it? They're fellas. Well, night? there's a couple things before that. We have John's dating. What What did you think of that? Too? Oh, that's right. What's her name? I feel like I wrote her name. Oh down gosh, somewhere. she was like Kylie Kardashian mm, uh, inspired. Was, wasn't it a little too? I, I can't put my name on it, but it's just I feel like I wrote her name down. Um, oh, I didn't bother to. I didn't. I don't know. Probably I didn't write her name. I just thought she looks very ready to go, Kylie Kardashian like. Totally. And he, that's exactly what a man like that wants, because what it allows Jasmine. him, Jasmine. Yeah. Kylie. Yeah. Might <laughs> say, don't you think what it what it allows him to do is it allows him to have the entire experience, and then she's not from here. It's kind of like a flyout situation. You know, yeah. you can do all the romantic stuff. You could do all the wham bam, thank you, ma'am stuff. You can still follow your career. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a weird facade that does make sense though for twenty four year olds. I'll, I'll, I'll give him that. You know, it's it's right in his wheelhouse. You know, totally. But did you hear the part where he said she's not my date? Oh. He said he's like she's she's not my date. We just went out to dinner. Homie, it was a date. It looked like a date. Flat out was a date. Yeah, but what it is, it's, it's also him vibing with girls who have... And I'm not saying... I'm not going to say that that girl has low self-esteem. But it is, a, it is a point. Like, let's say for you, you would be like, oh, hell no, I'm not into that, right? Is yeah. What you're okay, so this girl is, like, completely okay with it. Yeah. She's like, I don't need to be a date. I don't need... Well, she is a date of she some sort. She is a... Yeah. <laughs> so you see what I'm saying? It's totally. like he found, and I'm sure he finds lots of them, that are perfect for this. You know, come fly out. I could show you the Obama, you know, painting <sighs> I did. It's just a F-boy move. He's a total F-boy. Does 24 years old help? And I'm not agreeing with him, yeah. per se, but does the fact that he's 24 years old help his, F, you said what, F-boy yeah. mentality? Does does the fact that he's that age give him a, a pass? You know what? I In the very beginning, I'm like, this guy is established. He's got his own business. He's hard worker. He's got that hustle mentality. Wouldn't you want someone to kind of meet you up there, too, and have you, like, both of you grow together as instead of you just messing around with all of these girls? But maybe he's, like you said, he, it's, he's 24 years old and he doesn't have that mentality yet. Yeah. But if he keeps going down that road, I just, I don't know. I don't know how he's going to do to pick himself back up. It is quite interesting to think that $10 million is what he feels he has to have in his bank account before we could start taking a woman seriously. Like, let's hear what that actually means. I'm not willing, 24 or not, yeah. I'm not willing to take any woman seriously like, what is really happening there? So you're telling me that because you don't have $10 million, you're going to always need to be bringing in these fly-out type girls? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe there's something more to that. And I also think he is a great guy. He seems really charismatic. Probably, right. probably uh, you know. Oh, he can charm any girl, charm, for sure. Charm both for of sure. us, probably. Yeah. <laughs> However, um, I don't know. There might be something else there. And it does make me want to wonder, you know, was, was his home life, like, on point? Or maybe this is just classic F-boy thing, which everyone who's 24 is allowed. I'm not yeah. judging him because you're, <laughs> you're allowed, you know. I mean, we are all allowed to do that and you have could, that. You could do it at 34. Yeah, you could be a little F-boy whenever you want to be. But I do. I did expect a little bit more from him. Yeah, he's got to step it up. He's got to learn and grow different things about his life. And we're very lucky yeah. because not only do we do the conversation here about uh, Southern Charm, New Orleans, but... Yeah. We also have to let you know that After Buzz TV is created by Maria Menounos, who has done red carpet on top of red carpet on top of red carpet. You all know Maria Menounos. 
And uh, also Kevin Undergaro, they created After Buzz. So right. the thing we wanted to let you know is if you do want to grow and get better, there's a really good podcast for that. It is called Conversations with Maria Menunos. Yeah. This is on SiriusXM, the program itself. But we sort of put all of the best content, kind of mix and match it every single Friday for a live download. Mm-hmm. So it's basically the same show, Conversations with Maria Menunos, but it is the podcast edition. And it's good because this one's free because not everyone has SiriusXM. Yep. But a lot of times you kind of want to hear what's going on. And some of their past shows had to do with like fitness because Maria's been a big fitness guru, uh, finances. Right. Um, some of their shows, Conversations with Maria Menunos, have also been about art. So I know it really speaks to kind of like the art scene that we totally. saw here with John, yes. John, the John Moody. John Moody. I mean, he he could hear a little bit of what Maria has to say for sure. Yes, she offers yes, some great advice. <laughs> um, but, I'd be curious to know if she thinks he's an F-boy, too. Oh, I'm sure she Because Maria's very good at, like, looking at you and looking through you and, and knowing what's up. So, And we know what we're talking about because that's boss right here. <laughs> She's our <laughs> boss. Um, so then let's jump into John's party because okay. I really want to talk about that. I feel like there's just so, so much that happened before. And while we have John's party, we also yeah. have Tamika with Reagan. Sort of squashing Yeah, they're ladies' night. So Reagan has GPS on Jeff's phone. Oh, and real quick, I want to give you one one last note on conversations with Maria Menounos. It is uh, super important that you subscribe and kind of comment and let let, uh, the other viewers, you know, know what's going on and how you feel about the show. Mm -hmm. So anyways, that was the last thing I I had to mention. Back to our wonderful host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Subscribe. Anyways. The traffic girl. Yes. Oh, no, 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 no. That was such a tacky. That was so lame of her. Yeah, she's like, "Aren't aren't you the traffic? girl she's like yeah so stay in your lane that was like a double diss like you're the traffic girl so she reduced her to like you ain't a real reporter and then stay in your lane reagan did you write that down I, on a piece of paper yeah that sounds a little too rehearsed thank you yeah i say be knowing i do i'm like girl, wait a minute did you just think of that right now i don't think so so reagan has gps is it right yeah reagan has gps on jeff's phone and she sees every move i think it's very sneaky and i know a lot of women who do that where their boyfriends or, like, significant others, they don't know that their girlfriends or boyfriends track them. So I thought that was really funny because I actually got to see that on live TV um, and actually happened. But Tamika goes and says, you know, that six years ago she suffered from postpartum depression. Right. And she separated from her husband. And um, to, that's where Reagan kind of threw that to her face and was like, didn't you separate from your husband six years ago? Who are you to tell me or give me advice? Which I thought was very unfair for Reagan to throw that at her face. Very unfair. So we're on the same page. We both agree that yeah. Reagan was sort of in the wrong. Yeah, she was in the wrong. I don't, because Reagan tries to imply that Tamika overstepped. But they're having a conversation and they are good girlfriends. So if you're having a conversation about something that happened and Tamika only says... Hey, I think it's a scary territory. Mm-hmm. And she has a place to kind of reference because she had a a part where she moved away from her husband and right. they had their fallout and, and of course got back together. It's just weird. Sometimes people get so tacky and they don't want to take they don't want to take guidance. We we're in a really weird world. Might say tell me if you agree. Yeah. We're in a really weird world where we only honor what's up. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because th- this is the social media generation. If you got a million followers, we will literally if I have you and another person, the person with the million followers, everyone will give that person respect. Right. But if Maite says something sweet and actually that makes sense mm-hmm. and you only have 200 followers, people will not respect it. And I don't think that's really fair. So we have a really bad habit of doing, well, Tamika, 
your relationship's messed up, so I'm not going to honor what you have to say. Totally. And that makes no sense, Reagan, because what you should do is say, she's been through where I'm about to go through. Slightly different. Yeah. Take the advice. It's only going to be helpful. And that's your girlfriend. I mean, you, you'd want to hear all this advice. If, if anyone's going to tell you, it's got to be your girlfriend that's going to tell you how it is. If not, then that's not a real friend. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's it's super tacky that Reagan hit for the jugular as far as like, oh, but you've been messed up. And like yeah. I said, what? Because she she's not up and she didn't have this great marriage all the way through. You're able to not respect her. Like, I, I'm just saying, my take. we had the same conversation on Housewives of New York where somebody didn't want to take a, a relationship uh, advice because the, the, the woman had got the divorce. And I'm trying to tell everybody. And tell them. Conversations with Maria Menounos probably talks about this stuff, too. Tell them, yeah. <laughs> you can't. Why do we think we're only, our only bit of advice is for the people that are shining? I will tell you, you could learn a lot by somebody who did fall oh, and regroup. definitely. Definitely. Are you kidding me? I actually could learn a little bit from anyone, especially from someone who's been through it. But it was definitely <laughs> it was definitely a challenge to see that. But I like how they were able to kind of just get over it and say, okay, you took, Tamika was like, take what I say. This is the end of it. This is where I'm going to leave it. This is my thought about it. That's it. And she right. closed it. And then we jump into John's party where the guys are getting ready. They're taking shots. And then all of a sudden we see two nude women come through <laughs> with their robes, take them off. The guys are like, what? What's going on? Uh, I guess we're painting these ladies. Not one of them was, I mean, just walked out of the door. They were all pretty much down to do this. Right. What do you think? I want to ask you something just as far as how you view men and stuff like that. Like, what do you think about John taking the initiative to say, I want to have a, a guy's night out. So, Mm-mm. Let oh, me, yeah. whoa, you were, okay. no, I just, I just propped up. Uh, let me tell you, John knew exactly what he was doing. And he had planned this entire thing out. There is no way that he said, oh, I'm just going to do this and make sure the guys have a fun guy's night out. No, there was purpose to having those two women there nude. He wanted to stir the pot. Sure, but I'm saying let's okay. Let's we'll get to that part, I guess. But sans that, I, I will say that I think what's well, weird because John Moody has like the rules of manhood according to John Moody. If that ain't a book now, it will be it by will next be, season. Yep. But I I don't want to shy away from while he was a potster with the ultimate aspect of having the yeah. young women there naked. But I think I, there is a really strong and confident thing and positive thing about having a guy's night out. There are times where men are so involved in their family and at women too. Mm-hmm. I just, I just feel like sometimes maybe you could attest to this. You said you were single. Yes. Yes. Okay. So don't you always feel a discomfort when you're, you're good friends for all of these years, then they get married, have kids and you kind of never see them anymore. Yeah. So to that point, John Moody made some sense because he's just trying to say, Hey, I want, I want my fellas to be able to have a really enriched night. So it really was good on that level. It just wasn't done properly. <laughs> you're, you're ready to tear uh, him down, yeah, aren't you? Yeah, it wasn't done properly. It wasn't very tasteful of him to do that, knowing that he was dealing with married men. And that, especially since he knows of their wives and how Tamika would react to this specifically. Is it his problem, though? Um, No, but he didn't give the guys a heads up and he didn't say, hey, this is what's going to happen. He was like, just show up. And the guys fully trusted him and they showed up. So it's like... You just don't know what you're getting yourself into going into John's house. And so these guys, they didn't react towards it either. So that's 
it's not really John's fault at the end of the day. It's the, the their husband, the guy's fault. It might even be Reagan and Tamika's fault. Like, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I guess the layer, what layers do you have with your significant other where they are, what, they're never... They're never able to be around a, a woman. Is that is that is they that they are? No, no, no. They are. They totally are. But just the fact of how everything kind of evolved, and then they invited all the girls over too. Like, it was messy. It was just too much. And like, you're, <laughs> John, you're trying really hard either to break relationships or to cause drama for <laughs> sure. How about when Jeff made fun of him and goes, "Wow, there's candles and there's one, you know, shot glasses, but no chases. This is very romantic." I felt like John Moody's trying to get my pants yeah. off. <laughs> So there was that element too. But see, that's what that's a part about John Moody that I will say I enjoy. I enjoy the fact that not the pants off part. Oh, okay. But I, I enjoy the fact that he is taking a different, significant, like um, modern, modern take on just who you are as a man. You know what I mean? Like he he's making a point to say, hey, you know, you guys are you guys are married, but I still want to have our bond, our friendship. Let's do some culturally. That's fine. I, so you, no matter what I say, you just cut to the part that. Those naked, yeah, naked art, art artists were yeah. no good. No, I don't think it was a smart move. Of him. <laughs> if they're all single guys, I mean, go for it. But these are like married men that have been in a relationship for like ten years, and but isn't I that mean, good that he nudged a little, like you know, giving the you know. You could be creative with anything else. The, the rest of the guys were like, oh, we're expecting a watermelon or something. So, Could you be creative with the 90s uh, uh, turtleneck? Yes. <laughs> Did you like the turtleneck? No. <laughs> Why not? It was 80 degrees outside, as they were saying. So I think he was he's a little a, show he, off. He's really weird. He, I didn't mind it being really tight on him because you were able to see his muscles. So that I didn't mind. Do we think, question, another question for the for the group. Yeah. Do we, I'm sure Matt would love to answer this because I've mm-hmm. talked with Matt about this. Yeah. Do we think John Moody has a little bit of a butterface? Uh, and I say that with love, right? Yeah. And the reason I say that is... What do you is, mean by butterface? Meaning, you know, he's got the rocking body, but, the, you know, he's not, oh, he's oh, not an attractive, oh. like right here. And I don't think that he's not attractive in his face per se. I just think he leads so much with the body, which is evident. So it's very weird to lead with the body if it's an evident thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there's not one outfit he wore that didn't show. And I, it was a great body. I was yeah. totally into it. Strong, big shoulders, <laughs> waist that, you know, could cut down. Probably great in bed. Yeah. But it just seems like I'm like, oh, he might be a little bit of a butterface. Just a smidge. I just, we have, as, as the great McCall Hall always says mm-hmm. on AfterBuzz, Let's have a transparent moment, and I think he might be a butterface. Yeah. Great body, though. Yeah. So Tamika went in on him and said, hey, you know what? You did wrong. I don't... Well, Tamika showed up as well with Reagan, and they kind of shut the party down, and Tamika was like, "You why? she was just going in on John, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "This it was very unnecessary for that to happen, for sure. And I don't know if you agree with me, but I just thought that was a little too much. It was a lot, yeah. Yeah. So we have our segment that we really have to get to. It's called our Lizzie Bon Tom Cray Cray. Cray Cray! Mm-hmm. Oh, ow. Okay. <laughs> That's our cray cray segment. I like that your your cray cray cray, cray uh, shoulder dance. That was yeah, very, yeah, yeah. Like, that was a cray very, cray very good. Dance. So, d- would you like to go first? Who do you nominate this okay. episode? Oh my god. Okay, so I don't want to take an obvious route. Mm. Um, so I'm gonna. So this could be anything that contributed to the hot mess. Yes. So it doesn't have to be like the. Who was the craziest to you? The lot. I'm. You know, I'm gonna individualize um somebody, and it's not gonna be a big shining star. I'm gonna okay. say what they did was cray cray more than the person themselves. Okay. I'm gonna nominate nominate 
the bartender that had the t-shirt that said life oh. because he was cray cray in the space that he was required by John I suppose to fill up the drink fill up the drink fill up the drink very good looking guy and he was just you know just pouring and pouring yeah. so I think that adds to the element of cray cray he was very he was very good looking I will say that yeah, twice yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was, he was I was into that okay yeah that leads to my cray cray moment because it was definitely Jeff I felt once the the painting fell I was like ooh Someone's getting drunk. Someone's overly getting, you know, drinking that good stuff. And then all of a sudden, we get a sneak peek, sneak peek into next week's episode. And we see him kind of go all out and get in the car with Reagan. And they seem to have, like, an altercation or, like, some sort of fight. So that, to me, has got to be my cray-cray moment of the week. Yeah, there was a lot of them. I think that, I think the cray-cray moment could have also went to Gian because... I was thinking that too. Yeah, like, yeah, like I said, I didn't want to take an obvious one. Yeah. I wanted to sort of dig, and uh, alcohol was always a reason. Yeah, but Jean, <laughs> I don't know. We'd almost want to hear her side of the story. You know, we want to see because right now Jean is being looked like the uh, to me- the villain. Yes, yeah, like if Tamika, Tamika herself is Tamika two point Who Jean's like, you know, the, yeah. the wannabe Tamika. That's unfortunate, but it is what it shows. So, what is your prediction for her? Do you have one? Um, oh, there you go. Prediction. TV. <laughs> I feel like I have to make a movement for all of these like things. You do. And also shout out to the people listening on iTunes as well, because there's a handful there as well. Yes. Come on over to YouTube when you get a minute, because Maite is not only just a really sweet girl, but very Aww, aesthetically pleasing. Thank you. I can't say the same for myself. Likewise. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> and here I'm judging butterfaces. Yeah. Should I be doing all that? But I do. <laughs> um, no, I would say that I really feel like I'm invested in Tamika wholeheartedly yeah. and Barry. But what I'm really intrigued about for predictions is what's going to happen with Reagan and Jeff. Jeff. I I feel that we are led to believe that Reagan is nothing but nuts, right? Because mm-hmm. that's her fun personality. We love it. Mm-hmm. But I kind of got a hint somewhere in there that Reagan is actually a really good girl and... It's going to come out. It's going to come out in a form of like, I didn't know my husband wasn't uh, fulfilled or Oof. that me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think we have a deep moment for, for Reagan. Yeah. If we didn't get enough of it this episode, we'll definitely <laughs> get more next one. My prediction is for Tamika because I feel like that girl is just going to let loose and she's just going to tell it like it is. And she's going to be even more vocal than she has been. So I can't wait to see that, um, especially with the relationship with her and her husband and Reagan and that whole jargon. It's just a lot. Right. But, I mean, as always, we also have a, uh, a shout-out, a fan shout-out. So if you guys have any shout-outs or any questions, definitely leave us a comment. We look at them, um, and we love to hear your thoughts. So we have one from Fantastic. last week, yes. right? Uh, and first shout out is to yourself and Matt who do the other Southern yes. Charm. So just to let you know, After Buzz is covering all bases and all the yep. other Bravo shows. I do two Housewives. Anyways, um, we're going to shout out from this show who showed a lot of support, uh, Chloe Moore. We've got Cindy Williams who said that she loves the diversity on this particular franchise yep. of Southern Charm. Mm-hmm. She says it's very good to see successful black and black women and 
men in these roles. So Amen. I mean, that's it's it's like it's a given that we want that, but right. it's beautiful that Cindy Williams was able to let us know and contribute. Nikki ninety eight, Lisa Broom, Hollywood hair for you, and C Watkins have all kind of said that they love the show and they love Mad and they yeah. love yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, good yeah. stuff. It's awesome. It's really good, and we appreciate your guys' support. So as always, subscribe to our channel. Um, give us a thumbs up if you liked it. Thumbs down if you didn't. You know, we take a we take all types of thumbs up, thumbs down, and that's all we have for you today. Do you mm-hmm. want to know where to find you, Ronnie? Yes, uh, I'm your fill-in host for Southern Charm <laughs> New Orleans. I'm not the regular panelist, Matt and uh, what Charles, right? Yes. They'll be here next week, and anytime they can't be here, I'll be here to mm-hmm. kind of fill in. But um, at randomly RJ, and if you also like the Housewives, yeah. I'm doing New York and Potomac right Ooh, now. Drama. And if you want more drama than that, I'm doing RuPaul's <laughs> Drag Race also. So it's like a lot of. You're a busy ah! man. I watch. I listen to conversations with Maria Menounos to like mellow me out because uh. of all of this. Yeah. You know, reality stuff. That's a lot of reality for you. I don't know how it happened, <laughs> but I love it. I'm not asking questions. Yeah. And I'm your host, Maite Creo. You can follow me everywhere at Maite Creo underscore. And I'm also on Southern Charm Thursday nights. So be sure to check that out. And thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you here next week. Later. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.